I'm Martin Green, and you're listening to The Portal. If I were you, I'd stick some headphones on at this point, because, as ever, it's all about the lugs. Episode 8, The Hover. To deliver the Cecil Sharp Memorial Lecture, Dr. G. E. McCaskill. How does a society with no science make sense of the world? Through gods and magic, through epic tales of good defeating evil. And thus, our ancestors performed the hoving. The Canterbury artifacts tell us that during the hoving, every living soul with strength to stand must dance through two dawns to welcome the new season. Thousands would gather en masse in the fields. They would dance continuously for two days. Etheridge was a searcher. I think I'm a searcher. He was looking for the hoving, and I was looking for him. I get the greatest sense of that time in their lives through objects, I think. By 1947, Angela and Etheridge were spending increasing amounts of time together. I have held a pair of quite inaccurately made woolen gloves that were found in a drawer in Etheridge's study, with a card that said... Many happy returns. Warmest wishes. Angela. Shall we walk? 1947. Wait. They don't appear ever to have been worn. So I wanted to get you something. Something special. Because, well, we've had difficult times and you've been so good to me. But I've no money. (laughs) I just... Yeah. Yeah. Look, really, there's no need. Oh, for God's sake, it's nothing. Oh, took me a month, mind. I haven't knitted since I was about ten. Cleopatra's ghost. <laughs> Gloves. Oh, they are beautiful. How very kind. They shall be most useful in them. Um, cold. They're wool. Let's go for a pint, yeah. To mark the start of summer and vanquish the despair of winter, the hoving. In this, we see celebration of good, but what of evil? This freaked the fuck out of me when I heard it first. I didn't realise till this point this is why Etheridge is looking for the hoving, because it's the hoving that kills the tup. Give them shape and personality, and so they made the tup. Perhaps once connected to sacrifice, the tup was a grotesque symbol of all human darkness in the form of a ram's head on a stick. Celebrations started with the running of the tup. Traditionally carried by the fastest man in the village, the children would chase it for a mile before returning to the hoving celebrations. The tup would be thus banished from the village, and with it, bad fortune. Many of my esteemed colleagues, some here... So had it died, or was it still around? And if it was still around, could it help him? I understand all that. And a few bits of his compulsive behaviour are falling into place for me now. This is not just academic interest. This is a guy trying to save himself. 2.30pm, 26th of December, 1947. Adler's recordings are becoming fantastic. They're not just factual, but they're giving us real sense of place. These evocative pockets of time that she's moving around. Are you 
And Etridge's career is going better than ever. For the first time, it feels that people are listening to him. And not just academics. He's getting time on the radio, he's broadcasting lectures. He discovered the only known pieces of evidence that link the hoving and the tup. And one of them is this 1937 recording by Whitby singer Vaj Upgang. Down, so down and die, to die within this land, although you'll lie. No, in this land, no more you'll dwell, for we will cast you into hell. The tup was a grotesque symbol of all human darkness. The more I learn about the hoving, the more I feel it, not as a celebration, but as a warning. Etheridge's search and my search, they both seem so earnest. Angela manages to combine work and pleasure very successfully, it seems. This is frying, Etheridge. This thing you're looking for, it's not in the fields anymore, it's in the pubs. Hi. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> sorry. How you doing? Yeah, all right, Edge. I'm free afterwards. Uh, yeah, I'm working right now, but I will be. 5.30 a.m., 1st of May, 1948. Bampton Morris. I can imagine that Etheridge's rather old-fashioned research techniques might have got a bit frustrating for Angela. This is all we have of this recording, unfortunately. So we are left to imagine them schlepping the monstrous recording machine. Vulgar, come on, fill this down. Put in the brolly. Shall we go? I've seen this before. The May Day Dawn dance is significant. It welcomes the new season. New season's pretty similar then. Engaging in the act has significance. But we're not engaging in it. We never do. We're just watching. Uh, we are observing. Mm. All right, let's go. Let's actually engage in something. Let's do a hoven. Why? Because you talk about it all the bloody time. You write about it. You essentially discovered it. Carter discovered Tutankhamun's tomb. Doesn't mean he dressed up like an Egyptian. Oh man, this was a ton. Here, let me take it for a while. The reason is that if you don't try it, how will you know what it feels like? Why do I need to know what it feels like? Because that's the point. That's why people do things, to feel things. I don't agree. Human behaviour is rooted primarily in survival, then procreation as a subset of continued survival with certain social aspects that develop around those things. Romantic. To the left. My point is, I am an historian, an anthropologist, a scientist of human convention. Give me that back. My arm's gone dead. If you won't test your thesis, what's the point in all your information gathering? So that we may know of the past, so that all knowledge of these customs is not lost forever. To what end? Say, we discover Romans used to wear pink hats. So what? How does that help? It helps, because if the only people who know that fail to write it down, then we would have no idea what colour hats the Romans wore, and, and that would be a shame. I can't imagine they were pink. That seems most unlikely. You're shivering. I'm fine. I still think we should try it. George III banned the hoving, describing it as befitting only of savages. 
I will present a document today giving conclusive evidence of this practice very much alive. I haven't heard Etheridge's voice more confident than it is at this lecture. It seems like he's really found his stride. Maybe this confidence played a part in his agreeing to Angela's suggestion to reenact the hoving ritual in the cellar of Balliol College in 1948. I'm not so sure about this now. Are you drunk? Drunk is a bit strong. I have drunk, it doesn't mean I am drunk. These are not the circumstances under which one conducts academic research. We should reschedule. This is a reenactment of people getting pished and dancing about. I think in many ways I have embraced this situation far more professionally than you have. Come on, Eters, you need to drink too, it's important. 10.30pm, 14th of December, 1948. Cellar of Bailey... You're about to hear a recording of the single happiest night of one man's life. How many people can say that the happiest night of their life is recorded on tape? There was just three of them. Angela, Etheridge, and a music student Etheridge wrote to... Okay, start the music. People walk first in one large They ended up dancing all night. Thrice with the sun and thrice with their shins. They used seven hours of tape that night. I'm not going to play you all of it. That's in the extras. But I must have listened to this 60, 70 times. I love it. They're in a wine cellar. They're in a college wine cellar. They're pouring wine over each other, pouring wine into each other's mouths. (laughs) Angela decided that she had to talk them into this other state. Chemicals, music, ritual. She said later on in her career... The act only has significance if we decide it has significance. And then it does. Safe from the wolves. She's fucking good at it. So she just starts talking them into this state. But I feel the river through the body. The top has never looked leaner. Never looked thinner. But it's not gone. Two. I feel the rhythm. I think Etheridge thinks it's gone for good. I can tell you from experience, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Oh, 
I think the whole thing was a bit much for the music undergraduate. <laughs> Youngsters can't drink. Sing, sing for me, my dear. Please. I don't sing, love. You know that. Please. Please. No. <laughs> uh, What's in you tonight? Well, other than four bottles of wine. We should get married. Stop it. Uh, I... I mean it. Angela Dixon, will you be my wife? Christ's sake, Ayers. <laughs> But we'll get you off the bloody floor then, all right? couldn't guess who was more surprised. I don't think either of them would describe themselves as the marrying type. Young and in love. Let's all cheer the fuck up. Episode 8 of The Portal was directed by the amazing, unstoppable, uncrushable, tenacious Wills Wilson. Etteridge was played by Dylan Reed, Angela by Anna Russell Martin, Richard Jeffs by Adam McNamara, and MG by Martin Green. With dramaturgy by David Gray. Recorded by Louis Blathwick, mixed by Callum Malcolm with Cameron Malcolm, and thanks to Eloise Whitmore for help with sound. Sound script and music by Martin Green. The music of Vaj Upgang was sung by Eliza Carthy. You heard the music and sword dancing of the Newcastle Kingsman, the Morris dancing of Boss Morris, and thanks to Alex Merry, Mark Rogers, Rob Harbron, Miranda Rutter, and Sam Sweeney for their beautiful music. Irish fiddle music played by the late great Joe Scurfield. Joe was a remarkable collector of folk tunes. Go and access his collection of tapes at tunebank.org. It's honestly wondrous. It's brilliant that anyone did it, and it's brilliant that anyone then put it up online. We dedicate this episode to Joe and amateur folk music collectors everywhere. Thanks to Tim and Tom Dowling and to Harry Scurfield for permissions. The executive producer and script editor was Polly Thomas. Produced by Martin Atkinson for Leapus Productions. The Portal was commissioned and presented with Edinburgh International Festival, South Bank Centre, Oxford Contemporary Music, National Theatre of Scotland, Shetland Arts, The North Wall, Bristol Music Trust and Bristol Beacon, Mac Arts Gala Shields and was funded by Creative Scotland. Produced by Leapus and Naked Productions. Yeah, baby! 